0: Welcome to the Feel Better Naked Radio, where your host, Samantha Burgo, sits with influential beings to discuss how they feel better naked. Let's explore what it means to be you. Let's learn how to feel better naked. Hey guys, welcome to the Feel Better Naked Radio. This is your host, Sam. Sam. Today I have Danica DeLeon and she owns one of uh, her own PR agency. She was actually featured also in Ad Week 30 Under 30. Under 30. Um, and I decided to have her on because I feel like she's very inspirational and um, I feel like she has a like, very inspirational story. I think it's awesome she has her own agency, um, and sorry, PR agency. And um, yeah. I mean, you woman of color is amazing and I think yeah you have uh, awesome things to say so hi Danica. <laughs>
1: hi thanks for having me. God
0: you're on so tell
1: us <laughs> a little about yourself. Um, so my name is Danika Daly as you said I started Danika Daly PR in well nine years ago so like wow. 2011 which is crazy to even think of. Um and we work with, we do PR for lifestyle brands. So fashion, beauty, wellness. We have a cannabis client even, um, travel, things like that. So we pretty much work with anything that we think is fun. Um, you know, I'm really I really want to be like the audience the target audience for anyone that we work for because then it, you know, then I know how to sell it and I would use the product or you know engage with the brand so that's really important to us um and yeah I it's 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 been awesome and we provide like a 360 experience so we actually do more than just like traditional PR so more than just like press placement we also work with influencers we do events we do social media um content creation that kind of thing that's awesome
0: oh my god how um how did you even get into PR did you So,
1: I, when I was in college, I actually was, I thought I was going on a science track.
0: So, funny enough,
1: I have a minor in science and dance.
0: Um, (laughs) That's so random. But I think it's great. I think it's great. It's having different things. anyways. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And then I ended up in PR, like, halfway through college.
0: Uh Um,
1: And, you know, I thought I was going to be, like, behind everyone because they'd been you know, kind of two years into this already. Meanwhile, I was coming from like microbiology, you yeah. know, into like reporting. Um, okay. So one of my teachers took me under her wing um, on the first day. Like she knew nothing about me. She did. It was her first day too. It was like her first day as a teacher. Okay. Um, she didn't know that I had just kind of come in from science. Like, But something like drew her over to me on that very first day to come and talk to me. Um, while everyone else was kind of chatting amongst each other Um, and she really pushed me through because I was kind of like I don't know if PR is for me even though I did really well in my PR classes I just you know wasn't sure if it was where I was gonna end up right Um, and she uh, and I know like college experience it's like so far like so long ago it sounds so kind of mundane I guess or but it was really relevant because there's this national competition called Bateman. Um, mm-hmm. And they choose five people from each school in the country that participates. Um, they choose five people to create this team and it's a year long campaign. And I didn't apply for it cause it was, you know, I figured, no, well, you know, I'm not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she came over to me and was like, hey, this was later in the semester. She was like, hey, I'm the coach for Bateman the applications closed two weeks ago and I'm disappointed because I didn't see an application from you and that was the first time that I kind of was like hmm maybe I am really good at (laughs) you know like this is gonna be what I'm good at because she really saw this in me so she opened up the applications for me to go ahead and apply um and she was like I have to open it up to everyone but I'm opening up so you get me your application tomorrow Um, So I got in. I was in this competition. We placed, I think, fifth out of 75 teams
0: um, in the country.
1: But like we went to Disney to go like meet with like PR level executives there. And like we had like a lot of um, great experiences in that competition. And it was to increase seat belt use in our community. so with that I saw amongst middle school students and with that like I was able to see like this is what we did we increased it by 15 percent within one month oh wow Um, and that was really cool so I was like you know this is something that like you know you put together all these fun campaigns you do a lot of research and then you can like see something tangible come out of it and like actually like help people or brands or, you know, that kind of thing. So it's like, rewarding. After, so, so yeah, it's, <laughs> it is super rewarding. It's a thankless job. and I guess we'll get into that later, but it is rewarding at the same time. So, you know, we, so then after school, like I went to work for an agency um, and I was working with fashion, beauty, um, brands. And then also just like, I did like food PR, um, I also worked on anything like celebrity focused um, and things like that. And most of them were luxury brands. Um, So that was where I really kind of got my like footing. Um, And I also was kind of, you know, working directly with the CEO on like a lot of stuff. Like I'd be in her inbox, like sending her emails for her like while she was at meetings. Um, And I would be the one putting together like the proposals and that kind of stuff. So uh, I learned a lot just by doing so much like yeah. I was kind of just like thrown into so many different things um, and then when I was leaving that company, I this became a very long-winded answer and I'm sorry <laughs> oh, wow, <you're> <laughs> So when I was leaving that company, um, my lease was up and I was just like you know what I need to get out of here because you know I just didn't want to be there anymore yeah. and I didn't have anything lined up I was like 23 going on 24. I where where were you? New York um, I was in Florida. Okay. So I'm from Miami originally um, and I was in Florida at that time and I was just kind of and I was in a different area of Florida so I was like I want to go back to Miami or I want to move to New York. Okay. Um, so I had nothing lined up and the VP of that company basically came over to me when I was leaving and he was like you know, I think you should start your own agency, and I was only like I said I was twenty three turning twenty four I didn't take it seriously, and you know i two days later he followed up, and he was oh. like, "Did you give any thought to that?" And I said, "No, um you know, I feel like I'm too young, nobody's to take me seriously." And he's like, "Well, I wouldn't be telling you that if you know like everything you did here was one hundred and ten percent um and you know i just he's like i think you should do it and he sat me down and was like these are the services you could offer you know he was even like you could name it daily pr um and then i still kind of was just like yeah you know whatever um but a week before my last day like acquaintances were like hey i heard you're leaving your job i'm i you know i I am working on this and I need some PR, you know, that kind of thing. So I had little projects lined up for that first Monday that I was off of my former job. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just do this for a bit until it slows down. Um, And then it didn't. And that's not to say that it was just like, (laughs) you know, like an incline of business, you know, like it was, but it was something where I realized okay this is steady and you know it's something I can do and I like kind of just doing it as my like you know for me <laughs>
0: like, oh of course I, mean, I, I you. Yeah. that's such a good story that's so interesting okay I have questions about it before before I <laughs> ask the questions um I guess what's currently happening in your PR agency Anything new you guys are working on, or how did COVID affect you guys? Like, is it crappy?
1: Yeah. So, at the beginning, we were super scared because we were just <laughs> like, are we going to lose all of our clients? Like, we didn't know what was going to happen. And, right. you know, we saw about so many companies folding, and, you know, even PR agencies were like folding and, you know, that kind of thing. And we were very lucky. And I mean, COVID is still very much happening and very much a thing and companies are still struggling, Um, but we were very lucky um, to make it through Um, and we pivoted for all of our clients. So we really like in that first like 24 hours when lockdown was announced and about to happen, we sat down, me and my team and I, we sat down and we we're just strategizing re-strategizing for all of our clients like okay what do we need to do for this one how do we sell sunscreen in the middle of a pandemic how how do we like do like get some stories going for this store that's supposed to launch this week that can't open like you know so we sat down and we pivoted for everybody and you know it we and you know one of our clients is still on pause because you know they can't be open at all right and i don't think they will be you know
0: open for a little while yeah
1: Yeah. but we managed to keep everyone else so that's
0: amazing happy to hear it like went well for you yeah because
1: yeah and for our clients too because they're still you know a lot of them have actually seen increased sales
0: interesting yeah
1: i mean a lot of my team is insane. Like, we've just really been crushing it with, like, press. And, you know, just the, the restrategy is it it was successful. It's been successful.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's so good. No, that's amazing. Yeah. I am, back to what you 4 saying before, I'm, I'm curious to know, and if you could remember, when, uh, okay, when your coworker, or I forgot who it was, that said, um, you should consider opening or doing your own thing but then uh, obviously something happened that you actually did do it what was mm-hmm. what was that shift like when did it go from like ah, I'm too young I can't do this or this is like crazy to like maybe mm-hmm. I could actually do this shit? like do you remember maybe I do know so long ago I I remember <laughs>
1: <laughs> I remember very clearly so I, there were a lot of things that happened during that time so okay um when when he said that I didn't take it seriously but then when someone called me and was like hey I'd love for you to help me with this and then two other two more of those happened that made me realize like okay this people so these people trust me so then other people will trust me too um and then I think also when you're I think you know we kind of confidence kind of decreases maybe a little bit as we get older not confidence we get more fearful as we get older yeah like you know like maybe when you're 10 you'll go on a roller coaster but when you're 30 (laughs) yeah so I think and it doesn't I mean I think confidence increases in a sense but fear fear also increases like you kind of weigh things more um so I kind of realized like okay, these people trust me. So maybe people will. Um, And then I also (laughs) started reaching out at that time to different publications um, to do freelance writing. So when I was doing freelance writing, I was meeting more people um, in New York specifically. So I was writing for New York publications. I was going to Fashion Week. And while I was doing these things and interviewing these people, I'd be like passing out my business cards, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it kind of, I think, you know, just kind of just going for it and throwing myself in yeah. um, made a difference. And it's not to say that like passing out my business cards was like, okay, great. Business <laughs> is booming. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was just kind of like, you know, meeting more people and kind of just getting comfortable kind of being in the world on my own i
0: guess right, right rather
1: yeah, and like figuring it out as i went
0: so you think it mix up like the people i guess giving you that like verification that you could like you do mm-hmm. like talent yeah like, you know like, oh, fuck it i'll just like give it a try yeah <laughs> awesome. no that's amazing it's amazing okay so i mean um overall though do you feel like um i mean have you always been like uh adventures like kind of go-getter kind of girl or woman yes yeah
1: okay I have yeah um like even in in high school I was like student government
0: president oh, oh, and yeah. like yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like having like, I'm like always like, ashamed I'm like yeah let's cast president guys like me alone
1: <laughs> yeah I did all of that stuff I you know I, I, I actually was a child actress like
0: I was a oh, dancer wow. yeah you always been like a tough player. so like I
1: was always like out there <laughs> I mean not now like now I'm behind the scenes but like you know as a kid I was like you know That's I was out I there I
0: cannot picture you as a child actor because I feel like you're so like not Quiet. not like <laughs> yeah like, I know
1: I was like I was in um like commercials I was in a movie That's with um Sandra amazing. Book <laughs> and Robert Duvall it's like so I you know I did that stuff I was like like even in school I was like in theater so I was like you know in all the plays and yeah you know doing my dance recitals also doing That's piano recitals that yeah so crazy. I did all of that I was prom queen in high school so like
0: yeah <laughs> I feel like you you low-key ran the whole school <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> what
1: <laughs> yeah, so I was definitely like like that when I was young like it was definitely go-getter out there and I am adventurous um you what know like even Just I'm a Sagittarius Oh, okay. Okay. It makes sense. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm definitely adventurous. Like I I mean not to say that I don't like weigh things, you know, I don't, you know, I weigh things out to see like what makes sense, what doesn't. But um, you know, for example, like when I was jumping to start this business, um, this is something a lot of people don't know. I was like, well, I still wanna be able to travel. So and I was like, but I don't want to spend all my money traveling and then not be able to like build a website or get business right, cards. Right. So I became a flight attendant for a charter airline.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, smart.
1: That's
0: So that's Yeah. You have money and you get to travel and you, just and you get to work on travel. your stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah. And and with a charter airline, it's not the same as like flying like Delta or something because it's, you know, people are booking it, but you would have to, like, fly an empty plane to, like, Germany, right? Mm -hmm. And then pick up people in Germany to take them to Greece. And then you're flying all the way back to America with an empty plane. So, like, I had a lot of downtime on the plane to, you know, do work. Oh, wow. If, if the You know, if the plane the was win, empty. a win-win
0: situation, girl. Yeah,
1: and then sometimes they would just, like, leave us in a country for, like, a week. You know, sometimes they'd forget us there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or you have to be there, like,
1: babysitting a plane or, you know, that kind of thing. Like, babysitting a plane just means, like, the if the plane is at the airport, like, the staff has to be on the ground somewhere, like, yeah. in that city. So, I mean, I got to go a lot of places that I wouldn't have... Gone and I like ventured out by myself a lot, and you know, oh, wow. I, how old were you during that? During that I period? was, it, I did it for a year. Um, okay. I was either 23 or tw- I think I was
0: 23. Wow. That's
1: yeah. So, so when I officially started Danica Daily PR, I was 24.
0: Okay. Yeah. There, so, you-
1: 23, I was like turning 24. That was when I was like doing freelance projects and stuff. Oh. like. I just started kind of doing that stuff, and then I, yeah, and then I did that flight attendant thing, and I said, I'm gonna just do this for one year, and I did it for a year to the day.
0: (laughs) Wow, that's funny, that's amazing. That's such a clever way of doing that. It was was (laughs) fun, like, I mean, it wasn't for me to do forever,
1: but, like, it was, it was fun while it lasted. (laughs)
0: Right, yeah, I I feel like being a flight attendant is, like, a really fun job for a while, like, yeah, I I can't do that forever, like, it's all. I don't know. I feel like in general, people can't. It's just tiring. Like, it's super tiring
1: because you're on call and especially when it's not a scheduled airline and it's charter, like they could call you like an hour and 15 minutes before and you have to be there like within that hour and 15 minutes and it could be two o'clock in the morning and they're uh, like, okay, you're going to Kyrgyzstan,
0: you know? <laughs> so, wow. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's one of 23. I don't know about now. Like, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Okay. So for some I people, mean, it's cool. <laughs> the wife? I so, said yeah. for
1: some people, it works. Like you know.
0: I yeah. I, I do have a friend that he's I think in his thirties and he's a flight attendant, but he's living his best life. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He really is. So. So I'm just like, hmm, am I too late? I was For so. me, it was
1: just like a means to. Right. To you know. Get everything you
0: want though. Something like, yeah. Out a way to legit like have everything like have the money coming in from your freelance projects for your freelance projects and then like your money and like you get to travel and like it was the jail win win. That's so yeah smart. <laughs> but um <laughs> I wanted to kind of diverse a little bit too um kind of on what I guess how do you approach um I guess now yeah as like an entrepreneur, um how do you approach feeling better naked? And not in a only in a physical sense, but also like in just every aspect, I guess, of the word, like, uh, health-wise, mentally, all that stuff, um, kind of, what does it mean to you, and, um, what do you do, like, to think of, at least now in COVID, that, um, kind of helps you feel better naked? Yeah, so,
1: I think part of feeling better naked is, just, like, being real and authentic, mm-hmm. you know, like, kind of stripping away falsities, and I think that that's something that, um, we're going to see more of like with because of the pandemic, you know. Oh, interesting, when people, yeah, yeah, because I think people are going to be like, you know, people are sitting with themselves and, yeah. you know, realizing what's important, what's not, and, you know, that right. kind of thing. Um, but I think being real and authentic, and I think, you know, I think like for me, that's something that really resonates with like my clients, and it definitely helps in business, especially in PR, um, because p r is usually known for like spin and that kind of thing mm. um, you know, and I, I me and my team we're all very like honest, we're all very transparent, you know that kind of thing, so I think that's part of feeling better naked is just like honesty, transparency, and that's not just in business, that's in everything,
0: yeah
1: you know, just being authentic, being real um I also think part of it is having confidence in yourself, yeah. You know, and finding inner confidence and recognizing wins as they occur. You know, I think a lot of times it's easy to kind of just float through, and you know, and and that's another thing that I think is going to change with the pandemic. It's like, you know, we're all we were also like, go 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 go. That you don't recognize what things that you're doing and things that you're achieving and your growth and you know that kind of thing. And I think you know, just like kind of taking a moment to like reflect and think and be present and just like celebrate wins no matter how small they are um, I love is wins. really important in building confidence.
0: Yeah, no, I love it, that's literally, I've, I don't think I've had someone say that. It's very true though. It's very true. I feel like, yeah, like you have to, recognizing your wins does add to your confidence, like big time, you know? I mean, mm-hmm, don't think definitely. Do that often. I think, yeah, because, know.
1: You know, like I'm, I'm guilty of it, I think. (laughs) And then like a lot of entrepreneurs.
0: hmm? So am I, I'm like definitely guilty of that. Yeah.
1: I think we're all guilty of it because we just are moving so fast that we don't make the time. And it's something that I realized a few years ago. So I try to, Mm -hmm. you know, pay attention to it. But I do hear people that like, you see them have all this success and they're like, yeah, I mean, it's okay. And I'm like, no, think about it. You know, look at it from like maybe look at it from an outsider's perspective and see that like you you have accomplished x y z you know like sometimes people need an extra nudge but it's really important to kind of do that for yourself too
0: i love that you mentioned that i really do so how do you besides i guess taking like you mentioned now like you take your time to slow down and kind of like recognize your wins how what other ways i guess do you not only just maintain your confidence, but just like maintain yeah, like just keep that belief in yourself. Because I'm sure like as an entrepreneur and like now even you're growing having a team, I'm sure there's times you're like, fuck, like what am I gonna do now or like whatever? Or am I can oh, I even do this or like am I <laughs> going out of line? Like am I going crazy? How do you um yeah, how do you keep that confidence in yourself, in yourself really? That
1: I mean that happens all the time like no matter how good you're doing you're always gonna have a day or a week or whatever it is where you lack confidence and I think even with like when COVID started I was like oh my god what is happening (laughs) like what if we lose everybody you know and then I would try to just be like okay we're okay we're okay like we still we have our clients, we are doing well for them. Um, you know, because I was just like, I don't know what's gonna happen to the economy in three months. I don't know how long right. this is gonna last. Like, you know, and, and and then you're soaking up all this news and like I think now, I mean, you
0: know, we're used to it
1: and it's still like I mean, it's still kind of sad. Like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's still, <laughs> you're saying, like
0: it's a little hard to like even plan
1: for their future. It's hard to plan. It is. It's hard to plan because you don't really know like what is coming but like you know basically i think during all of this like i've just been you know i take it day by day if i feel lack of confidence on a certain day then i let myself feel
0: it i talk it out (laughs) and then i coast through so you kind of like talk it out like way for you to like kind of like gain your pet back um like good music. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. Good music. Talking to my husband. He's like a little cheerleader. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Talking to my team. um, You know, and then recognizing the wins. You know?
0: Right.
1: Right. I think that those are always or sometimes even just taking time to just like decompress, watch TV, you know, sleep in, like
0: that kind of stuff.
1: So it's true. you know helps it's true. on those kinds of days yeah, um yeah so any, mean I mean any time in business like even without a pandemic like you are gonna have days where you're like oh my gosh like where you maybe make a mistake or where you know you have toxic clients and they're kind of beating you down I or your
0: toxic clients it's
1: funny I never thought of it like, as so clients I yeah there the are
0: the toxic ass- clients <laughs> like
1: there are toxic clients that like, I mean, we don't have any now um, that are toxic. And I try to keep it that way. I try and keep like, you know, the company wellness high too. Um, But, you know, sometimes you do get a toxic client or like, or even for people who work in like toxic work environments too. Like that's never good for your health or your confidence, you know? So like, I try and, you know, keep my own morale high as well as my team's morale high, my client morale high. Okay. Um, you know, and I think like just like, you know, leaning on your network and that kind of yeah. thing to kind of just get through. And when I say network, I mean like friends, family, colleagues, right. like that kind of thing. Okay. Okay. Or just doing something for yourself.
0: <laughs> no, I think for real, I feel like um I have to add to, yeah. I feel like having a network of people, um, especially, like, anytime, but also during COVID, I think is, like, a big, uh, important, like, a really important thing. Mm Because I feel like it's, like, kind of the fact that we were all isolated, it's never you socialize, besides, like, I guess that little media network. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it's, I feel like, um, I guess the importance of the network, it was just really noticed during COVID, at least for me.
1: Like, definitely yeah, a lot
0: closer to my people than ever before during COVID mm-hmm. for right. sure it's like more
1: everyone's more close-knit
0: yeah yeah it's yeah. interesting um how do you view the connections between wellness and success like you personally as like Danica yourself um mm-hmm. and also as like a company because I, I, I love that you mentioned earlier that like you really try to keep the morale high like at you know like we are like um, employees like your clients like all that stuff so how do you kind of like correlate the two like um or your thoughts between the two like well-being and success?
1: I think well-being is definitely a huge part of success and I think a positive well-being is directly correlated with increased success. Yeah. When you're in a when you're in a funk, your mind is kind of like you know, it's exactly. cloudy. Yeah. How do you get a funks? Um mindless television working out (laughs) um if I feel like I mean I like my husband and I cook every day with like especially with COVID but you know if I some days it feels like okay we're cooking to eat but sometimes it's kind of like therapeutic
0: yeah you know and then I
1: yeah so it but it depends you know so like sometimes it'll be like oh cooking something that's like therapeutic to cook or like making like you know pickles or you know things <laughs> like that <laughs> like, you know. um
0: painting.
1: that's funny you're the only other person
0: i ever heard that said that because i said that once and my friends were like what i'm like you understand sometimes chopping up a vegetable is so yeah it's like, <laughs> it's <like a>
1: joke. <laughs> yeah and if you didn't, for me it doesn't always feel like that sometimes it's like all right we gotta cook dinner like you know like, yeah No, I feel but like, sometimes it. it's kind of like yes especially if you're <laughs> listening to music yeah Um, playing with my dog giving him a hug um he always makes me feel better and painting like you know just doing like little paint by number stuff
0: (laughs) 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 she's like no i don't have a a whole like studio yeah
1: i'm not a painter (laughs) like actual paint by numbers someone needs to come up with like a modern paint by number company like how they have all those like cool modern puzzles
0: um that that's it gets it's really true because I when I first started painting the same way with a number thing and I'm like this is so oh like I need more they're all ugly I know So I was like no I've obviously like trace my own thing or like do my own thing or copy right something and just do that right because like yeah that's funny you say that
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and then I think and you what? asked about company well-being too I yes, think company yes. well-being is so important so like I said like with toxic environments or toxic clients it's hard to feel like you know thriving so like even at the Nika Daily PR uh, where we affectionate, affectionately call it DDPR um, you know we celebrate everyone's wins you know we okay. do we started doing weekly happy hours now where we just like don't oh, talk okay. about work and we just play games. Um Are you guys you know, fully remote? Feel, yeah we're fully remote. Right. Even you um, COVID? we were remote pre-covid yeah we would we would meet like one week per month um because they're not all in new york but they would come to new york one week per month and we would be together and working together um but yeah we're all remote um and i mean we but we've always managed like it works and we've managed to do that really well and effectively um you know, and I think we have such a strong company culture, like we're we're a small team um, and we're super, I feel like we're really tight, you know? Yeah. Um, we can talk about things other than work. Like it's not, you know, we're not like it's so awkward important. with each other. Like yeah, it's really important.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah,
1: we have real relationships and, you know, we honor each other's work. We give credit um, to each other, you know, and... You know, just keep the morale high all around. I mean, if I'm having a bad day, I share that I'm having a bad day, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I tell them I talk to them um, let's see but um I know just like being authentic, you know it yeah, is. it's about being so. authentic um so but yeah, we try and keep morale high and just like make it like a like you know a good environment where it feels good and you know your wins are gonna be celebrated and talked about and encouraging each other and you know that kind of stuff
0: oh that's amazing okay any (laughs) quick tools you could think of on top of your head like I guess self-care tools like um meditation or anything that that you personally do that are just like part of your self-care toolbox
1: hmm so you said meditation. I don't meditate on my own. My husband <laughs> med- meditates and he is always like, come on. He like, he's like, come on, just 10 minutes. That's it.
0: <laughs> I love that. it's cute. <laughs> um,
1: so, so I meditate with him. Okay. Um, and then sometimes we also do like yoga and stuff like that. But what really works for me is just like, you know, walking my dog and,
0: yeah.
1: um, you know, talking, talking to people and, um, you know, doing, like, even little beauty routines. Sometimes they feel, again, like, cook- with cooking, sometimes beauty routines feel, like, a chore to me, but sometimes they feel, like, nice. I guess it just depends on
0: the day. For me, they feel nice when I get a new product. After that, I'm like, ah. I You're do like, oh, God, I got to do this new face
1: five days a week. Well, I got, like, like, a new mask.
0: <laughs> I'm like, I'm basking all week. Like, yeah, just- <laughs> Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Okay.
0: Well, I have now, for like uh, before we end, I have some trivia questions. People can we'll get to know Danika personally. Um, they're not crazy, don't worry. <laughs> but but uh, just give us your real ass answer. So, um, what is your favorite way to move your body? Dance. Ooh, what kind of dancing? Um, lyrical. Oh wow. Okay. okay. Right, you did study dance. You were doing dance prior to that too. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So you're still like. We catch Anika now and walk by her house like she's dancing, lyrical.
1: I still go to dance classes. Um, and even now, like, yeah, you'll if you walk past the window, you see. Me <laughs> I do dance classes on Tuesdays. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Oh, so I do lyrical, is... reggaeton, oh, nice. different jazz. What's your background? I, never
0: asked I'm, you. I am
1: Jamaican.
0: Oh, very cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. I I could never guess what you were.
1: I'm (laughs) multiracial.
0: You're Jamaican, and what else then?
1: Um, Well, Jamaica is like a melting pot. Okay. Um, So my dad is mostly Indian with a drop of Irish. Okay. Um, And my mom is half Black Cuban and half British.
0: You're so multiracial. What? What?
1: yeah there's like more things sprinkled in there but that's the easiest answer
0: that's so interesting um, they
1: both were the jamaica which you were born in jamaica i'm assuming which is why you said my jamaica. parents were yeah my parents were interesting but yeah like a lot of there's a lot of a lot of cultures kind of like melted and mingled in jamaica yeah. so, so which culture do a lot you of identify races.
0: with most
1: i i always just say i'm jamaican okay which most Jamaicans would would do. Like we were yeah. just like, yeah, we have all these things to us, but we're Jamaican.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I love that. It's amazing. No, that's interesting. Oh, what a cool mix. Okay. <laughs> um, what is your favorite uh, top three ways right now to like? Sorry, your favorite uh, top three things to do right now. Like you said, I guess besides dancing, um, and two other things that you like 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 to do. Like you're like you know what? Well, I guess you're gonna answer this question already. Kind like your we have like a bad day. What you do? You kind of answered that already. I guess we could skip this.
1: <laughs> oh, I can. I mean, I can re-answer Oh, I can re-answer, re-answer. Okay. Um. So dancing or exercising. Um. Walking my dog to kind of like just get some fresh air, and having dessert on the couch with my husband watching something on Netflix.
0: <laughs> I, I love that. Favorite dessert
1: favorite dessert um honestly tres leches, but I can't get that where I am right now um well I can't get like a good one where I am yeah. I'm, I'm in Portland now like okay riding the pandemic here um but I would say that's my top dessert but ice cream donuts I don't know I like all of it
0: <laughs> I don't like chocolate One fact
1: I don't like chocolate either like oh, I really
0: maybe like yeah like I'm not like I don't know. I just don't get the hype.
1: I don't like it at all. And I always retry it, and I every time I have it, like, my face, like, twists. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't like this. I don't Sorry. know how anyone likes this. It's
0: like, I don't like chocolate, but I like mocha lattes. Um, mm. I, don't I don't like, like coffee, coffee.
1: <gasps> either. What? Yeah, so I think someone pointed out that, that it might be, like, me. my bitter taste buds. People bugs. that
0: don't drink coffee. <laughs> It's it's yeah, like, I don't drink
1: coffee. I don't know how I stay alive or awake, but we're that, here. We do this. That's
0: your soul, sis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do that. Oh my God. No, like I'm serving my coffee now. It's like, I love, I love coffee. I'm drinking water. I like tea. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Like, my sister's the same way. She doesn't drink coffee, actually. She just drinks tea. But I really love the taste of coffee. It's like what it is for me. It's more the taste of it, not the actual, like, hype I get from it. I don't even know if I get hype anymore or like whatever. (laughs) I don't know if that happens anymore. Yeah. Uh, And the next two questions. So one more is what is your current favorite pick me up song? Pick me up song? Like Hmm. Anika just had a horrible like whatever it's like fuck this nigga back in my vibe. (laughs) What song is that?
1: I I feel like I have a—I don't know—it changes a lot. But the first one coming to mind for some reason, because one of my clients was playing Drake this morning, is "Nonstop" by Drake. Oh, that's a good one, though. So that's a really good one.
0: That's a good like,
1: one. Like when you play that in the morning, you're gonna have hey. a good day.
0: That's cool. <laughs> this so funny. So I've been doing these interviews, and every song that people tell me for that question, I legit just start like collecting them. I'm like, oh. It's true. I forgot about that song. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, sure. I it on that song, too. Hmm. That later. Okay. And then, last question. Um, what is uh, a quote that you live by, or, like, a life motto?
1: A life motto. Um, well, I think it's not a quote. It's definitely not a quote, but I think it's important to say, and I say this to my team all the time, too. Um, I think it's important to set goals, and I... Think it's so important to write them down Ooh, okay. because by writing them down I feel like you're putting them in the universe and you're kind of manifesting it and I feel like everything every time I actually write something down I achieve it
0: interesting so do you have do you have like a journal this is being really private do you have like a, journal, a place to keep these things or? I
1: don't have a journal I just have my like work notebook okay um I don't journal at all but like I'll put like you know, I'll have my to-do list in there, but like sometimes I'll just have one page where I just write a goal really big.
0: Interesting. Or like
1: I went to like a goal workshop at the beginning of this year. I mean, we didn't know that things were going to change. <laughs> drastically, <laughs> But I mean, it was, it was awesome. Like, you know, they basically taught like when you write down a goal, like to get super hyper-focused with it and say exactly what you want like right. by when and you know that kind of thing so Ooh. um my goals have become much more um again we can't really plan right now but my goals have you know since that workshop my goals became a little bit more like um what's the word i'm looking for <laughs> like you know like um descriptive <laughs>
0: okay. Okay, okay okay yeah <laughs> i can see that too no so no, that's funny i feel like um even for, for me it's just a share of my end like I once COVID happened like I didn't know what to do because it's like oh all these goals I made for 2020 like now like what the fuck
1: yeah yeah <laughs> <Now what? laughs>
0: yeah. so I, I think it's it, I might just do that again later like rewrite them you know like it's, that's interesting my mom yeah, always yeah. does that to write stuff down to like make it happen. I
1: think it puts it out there I feel like it makes um, it happen or like I, it might I don't know if it's like you know, writing it down makes you make it happen,
0: right. or if How it's just because it's out there.
1: <laughs> yeah, but there's some magic in writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. And we got,
0: yeah. But thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks uh, for having me. This Bye. was fun. <laughs> it was fun actually. You know, <laughs>